0: We here at the Yak Radio acknowledge the traditional custodians, the Iraqal Bunjalung people of Byron Bay here in the Northern Rivers, New South Wales, and the wider Bunjalung Nation. We also acknowledge the lands, water, and heritage of their culture here on Iraqal country. We'd also like to pay our respects to the wider Bunjalung Nation and First Nations people of Australia. This is Yak Radio! passing the mic to the next generation. Let's
1: dive into the cultural landscape of the Byron Bay region through the eyes. No, the ears. Okay, the ears of the young people of this area.
0: For the next half hour, we will explore youth culture, current events, and important topics. We will showcase impressive people from the area, exploring local histories and mysteries, and present the most relevant and important information you need to know. All brought brought to you by the young voices of this region. Yak Radio,
1: your local youth show on Bay FM. Welcome to Yak Radio, the local Byron radio show. We acknowledge we are on the Bunjalung and Arakwal country. I am Cinnamon, your host for today. Can you tell us what Yak Radio is about? Yak Radio is about giving youth a voice on the radio and something fun and interesting to do. It's lovely to have you here for another week of YAK Radio. Today we have two amazing radio pieces for you. The first is an interview with Toby Finlayson and CEO Creative Director of Desert Peer Media. This is a really special interview as it is about their new song and film release, The Mayali Project from Kakadu, Northern Territory. You will also get to hear the debut of their amazing new song here in YAK Radio today. After that, we have an interview with Sasha Mainsbridge on Be The Change. Sasha is one of the founders of Zero Emissions Byron and the Chief Creative Officer of Mullum Cares. A wonderful conversation. She is really interesting. To end the show, you'll hear a roll call, a radio competition that you can be a part of. You will have the opportunity to win a ticket to the up-and-coming Renew Fest on May the 8th and 9th. So stay tuned. We are hosting another Yak Radio workshop April the 14th. To get your spot in this special school holidays radio workshop, contact leela at bys.org.au. That is L E A L A H at bys.org.au. Enjoy the show.
2: Stories, perspectives, and challenges tackled by the youth of the Northern Rivers. Yak
0: Radio.
1: We here at Yak Radio are excited to bring you the latest debut release from Desert P Media. Desert P have worked with indigenous remote communities around Australia for almost 20 years. Yo. Their unique collaborative storytelling process creates a safe and non-confrontational space for community members to reflect on local, social and cultural issues and explore solutions and responses. Yo. This process is framed in an engaging and energising creative way, with outcomes that the entire community can be inspired by, and proud of. Today Desert P Media presents the Davies single Mayali from the Mayali Project by Kakadu Collective and Victor Rostrum. Creative director and CEO of Desert P Media, Toby Finlayson, joins us on the day of the release. Welcome to Yak Radio. Toby, thanks for joining us. No worries. What does the name of the track Mayali mean? And why was it so important to co-create this track in the Kakadu region at this particular time?
3: Well, the word Mayali is a guniwingu and pijakli, um word. And it means cultural knowledge. Um, is a kind of simple translation of it um, and it's it's a pretty important song for the community of Jabru. like it was it was created in an important time the the Ranger uranium mine, which was the kind of infrastructure that supported the whole town for the last couple of decades um, is actually closing or has closed now ceased operation It just means that there's a lot of changes now in the community the main source of income for people will be will be gone and there's a lot of transition and a lot of a lot of um, unknowns um, and so it was a really important time for the community to, to get together and to talk about what's happening in their community what they'd like to see change and yeah it was a pretty um, fortuitous that we that we were out there just as that conversation
1: was happening. really cool yeah this song is almost all in traditional language with subtitles. Is this a new approach from Desert P to like the um, storytelling aspect of the project?
3: Yeah, for sure. We encourage communities to use their own language. Like, I think the whole the whole point of this work is to create opportunities for people to speak and tell their story in whatever language they're fluent in. Whether that's you know that's English or or traditional languages, or you know the, even the language of hip hop itself is you know the, way, the reason we use that form is because people are fluent in it you know it's how they would like to communicate to live, communicating creatively that um, young people understand and, and relate to.
1: That's really cool. A short film called Breaking of the Chains was also created and will be released on Friday the 16th of April. What message stands out most for you in this short film?
3: The story of Indigenous-led services you know the film is about the capacity of services to support Indigenous communities um, in health and and I think the story reverberates through all of the sort of social and community services in remote communities. Anything where Indigenous people are part of the decision making, part of leadership and creating a life of their own design, that's our, that's Desert P's mission statement is in Australia where Indigenous people are empowered to create a life of their own design. I think that's the key part of that story is about, you know, Indigenous-led health services and, and community control.
1: We're so excited for you to be debuting the latest Desert P Media release here in Yak Radio. Would you like to introduce the song for us, Toby, and remind us of what it's about?
3: Love to, This is the Kakadu Collective with their debut single, Miley, featuring Victor Rostron. And this is a song about um, well-being. It's a song about Indigenous people around Australia for a long time have been telling us that that well-being is about connection and about being part of your relationship with country and and this song is an expression of that i think from the community of Kakadu the different clan groups of Kakadu <laughs>
1: listeners here and see more projects and tracks like this
3: well the desert p media youtube is probably the best place to go we've got over four million um views on our youtube channel and yeah. like 180 productions from all over, over over years nearly 20 years next year and this product can be found it was actually released, um it was premiered last night on triple j on home and hosed um and you can find it on the desert p media facebook instagram youtube everywhere you get your your music spotify. there's also a desert p media playlist on spotify with a whole bunch of our tracks over the years including this one yeah all the all the places you normally get your music
1: that's really cool well yeah. we're gonna have to wrap it up but thanks so much for like your time <laughs> like it's really cool
3: thanks for the opportunity sis you're doing a great job thanks great to have you on the airwaves Huge respect and thanks to community radio for making this stuff happen. It's you know great to see young people on the on the radio presenting stuff. Congratulations, it's awesome. Big love.
1: You just heard a debut release from Desert P Media. If you would like to check out their work, head to desertpmedia.com. This project was made possible with the assistance of the Community Broadcast Foundation, cbf.org.
2: Dare. Lead. Change. Combat. Revolution. Action. Uprising. Inspiration. Fire.
4: In spirit.
2: Future. it's Sisha Chu and you're listening to Be The Change. You'll hear conversations with leaders, shakers and change makers. We talk hard-hitting topics and general banter, making space for conversations about a positive future and igniting the power within us to be the change. Hey everyone, welcome back to Be The Change. I'm your host Sisha Chu. I hope you're all having a great day and I'm super excited to share this episode with you guys. We'll be talking to Sasha Mainsbridge. She's the founding member of Zero Emissions Byron as well as the creator of Malum Cares in which she focuses on reducing the community's waste and engaging them with more environmentally conscious ways of living. She is a waste warrior. Welcome Sasha, I'm so excited to have you here today. How are you? I'm great thanks for having me so excited so I'll start out by asking you five fast
4: favorites so what is your favorite song at the moment I reckon it's water by hands like houses
2: what is your favorite movie
4: well I really like kiss the ground that's the latest one I've seen so that's probably the best I can come up with on short notice
2: cool what is your favorite place
4: oh I'm in Tassie at the moment and I must say I do love it In summer, in winter, it's a bit hard to take, but, yeah, I love Tassie.
2: Yeah, Tasmania's beautiful. What is your favourite way to relax?
4: Oh, look, it's got to be just walking in the bush, being in nature.
2: And what is your favourite type of flower?
4: Oh, wow, there's so many that I love. In the last month or so, I've just been absolutely loving on all Grevillea flowers.
2: Yeah, definitely. So can you tell me a little bit about how you began your journey as a waste warrior? And was there a turning point that inspired you to start making a change?
4: Yeah, definitely. In 2012 and 13, I'd just actually taken a redundancy from working for Amy Car Insurance, but I was very happy to get out of that industry. And I went and studied a cert Four in conservation and land management at TAFE and during that course, I was shown the Story of Stuff movie by Annie Leonard, who's now the CEO of Greenpeace International, and that completely changed my life.
2: Wow. So you founded Malam Cares. Can you tell me a little bit about what that actually
4: is? You know, I grew up in Victoria and only moved to the Byron Shire in 2014 after I finished my Cert Four. You know, there were many reasons that I moved from Victoria to the Byron Shire and particularly Mullumbimby. I was living in Greg Hunt's electorate in Victoria. So going to a um, climate change rally in that area meant you were there with about 30 people, Mm. which was very, very demoralizing, I suppose. And I just really felt that if I stayed there, I was just going to be banging my head against a brick wall. First of all, when I got to town, I volunteered for an online Facebook-based group called Responsible Cafes. They sort of really pioneered the movement of taking your own keep cup to cafes and encourage cafes to give discounts to people to, to encourage them to do that. And I was at a meeting with that crew and they were talking about the word care. It's like, why do any of us do all this volunteer work? Well, it's just because we care. So I was trying to think of a name for starting up an organisation in Mullum so that we could run projects and get funding and Mullum Cares just really came into my mind after that meeting. So considering sort of the story of stuff which is all about just hyper-consumption and the fact that it doesn't matter whether it's pencils or you know clothing, it, there's there's fashion has been inbuilt into everything now. So we're driven to want to replace things and update things constantly. So Malum Cares is primarily about trying to find ways to inspire people to resist that need to constantly be buying stuff that they actually don't need. It's a, it's a want very much more than, than a need. So we did Plastic Free July campaigns. And then we started our library of stuff, which is, you know, a share library. And our next project is looking to try and support and encourage local upcycling and circular economy concept. What I'm doing at the moment is looking at what's happening around the world and trying to find actually a model that's already up and running to then bring to the Byron Shire.
2: Yeah, wow. And it sounds like you've done a lot of stuff for the community already, what was one of your favourite things, positive actions or campaigns that you've done in the past?
4: Oh, look, I think, you know, the library of stuff is is really my favourite. What I've realised through the journey is that I realised that just because I wasn't buying new stuff, I still seem to be getting the same kind of high from going to the op shop. Like I would still buy far more clothes than I actually need, but because I buy them at the op shop, I seem to have let myself off the hook. So there is something there, there's something deep-seated in humans that we like to have stuff and we like to have more than we need and maybe it gives us comfort and makes us feel just secure. So the library of stuff, in a way, it it means I have now access to so much stuff that I would never have allowed myself to buy, like silly things like pasta-making machines and fondue sets. You know, like there was a while before we had the library where I was like, starting to get a bit annoyed that I couldn't have these things it's like you know I really wish I could make cheese fondue but I don't have a fondue set and I would never allow myself to go and buy one and that's the type of thing it's pretty hard to find at an op shop so I actually started to feel a little bit resentful that I was having to miss out on stuff even though I felt that by avoiding and being a low consumer I'm doing great things for the planet but I'm missing out so there was there was a bit of a niggle there why should all all the eco-warriors, you know, have less in their lives than people who don't care? So the library of stuff is such an amazing solution to that. It rewards eco-warriors, people who are really trying to do the best they can to reduce their their impact.
2: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like an amazing idea. And I definitely think even as you're saying with how eco-warriors, even I feel it sometimes, and I'm not even taking action to the same extent that you are, but... I feel like I wanna buy all these new things, but I also don't wanna contribute to landfill and things like that. Because like you were saying with the fondue maker, you'd use it maybe once or twice and then what do you do with it?
4: Yeah, so sharing is, you know, sharing and and finding a way to really avoid stuff that's just made to be in landfill. So much stuff is really, there's about a 95% chance that if it's not just sitting in a shed somewhere, it's actually gonna be in landfill within two years. And
2: we'll move on now to Zero Emissions Byron. So you've been a member of Zero Emissions Byron since 2015. What exactly is Zero Emissions Byron?
4: So Zero Emissions Byron is a not-for-profit organisation that works with other stakeholders, including the council and also the Byron Shire community, including businesses and just residents, to transition our shire to a position of net zero carbon by 2025. So it set out in 2015 with a 10-year goal. And the first thing that we did, there was volunteers who sort of answered the call to get together and work out, well, what are our emissions so, we separated into five sort of working groups. So, we had energy, which is literally sort of electricity, and then building, which is the housing stock in the Shire. We had land use and transport and waste. The emissions that are actually counted under the zero emissions Byron model is it's got nothing to do with the manufacturing and even the disposal. Nearly everything that, you know, our, we don't have our landfill is full. In Myokum, so all of our waste even goes outside of the shire. So the emissions that we looked at were largely from the organic matter that's already in the landfill site at Myokum generates methane, and so we've got to try and stop people from putting more food waste in their landfill bin. So that's why you know within in the Byron Shire we have organic green bins, so every household can put their food waste in their green bin and that ensures that it gets composted
2: yeah definitely and I you told me a lot of things just then that I had like no idea about
4: the one thing that I really like people to understand is because the council's not doing a very good job of promoting themselves at all and and they cop a lot of flack the Byron Shire Council but they are doing absolutely an amazing job of reducing their own emissions like the emissions that the council themselves actually generate so yeah it's really worth keeping an eye out for um, updates from the council and yeah and just knowing that they're doing a really good job and so if the council's doing the best they can then I think that helps people feel encouraged that um, we also do the best we can in our own lives and our whole region is is working really hard.
2: Absolutely how can listeners get involved with Zero Emissions Byron if they wish to?
4: Well, look, we're actually doing a big revamp of our website at the moment, but you can still jump on there and have a look around, have a look at projects that we've got running. So I'm running a campaign called Fight for Planet A and Win. So I don't know if you saw the Fight for Planet A series on the ABC. It's really worth watching on iview. So you can watch it at ABC iView. So it's a three-part series similar to War on Waste. Everybody should watch it. Everybody, everybody, everybody. So as a result of that three-part series, I had just actually been engaged, you know, in a paid position for Zero Emissions Byron literally in July. And it was just the most amazing coincidence that like literally a couple of days after I was engaged, I saw the trailer for the Fight for Planet A series. I couldn't believe it. So so then I started planning to run a campaign just pretty much picking up from the momentum of that TV show and running with it. So that's why we call our campaign Fight for Planet A and Win because I raced around and asked some local businesses if they could help donate some prizes. And the idea is we've got a Facebook group, so you literally just search it in Facebook Fight for Planet A and Win. I joined the group and it's about people sharing stories, you know, so we know that changing behaviour is really hard and most people are really comfortable with however they do things right now. They know that they know how to do it. So change can be difficult. But if you see that your friends or neighbours have changed something, then that gives people more confidence to give it a go themselves. If our lawnmower was at its end of life and you had to go and buy a new one, it's just our old habits die really hard. Just go and buy another petrol one. But if you saw on Fight for Planet A and Win campaign that one of your neighbors had just bought a Makita battery powered one and said it's really good, then you might be really highly likely to think about buying that yourself. That's why we know that Facebook group as the heart of our campaign and getting people to share their stories is actually a really good way to try and accelerate the rate of change within our community. So that's the number one thing that people can do at the moment is to join that Facebook group and to get involved and then you might even win some awesome prizes.
2: Wow that sounds really amazing.
4: I know I've joined the Facebook page. Excellent.
2: I've got to take a picture of one thing that I'm doing and upload it is there anything else you want to
4: mention? Just signing up for updates from Zeb is always the best way to find out what's coming up. So if you're keen to get involved, then that's a way to find out what, what we're up to. Um, we really could do with some help from some you know, young people to help us with social media. Anyone who loves editing video and taking video, please give us a call. That would be awesome.
2: All right, if you would like to hear more from Sasha Mainsbridge or learn more about Zero Emissions Phone, you can have a look at their website. Thank you so much for being on here today, Sasha. No worries, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Be The Change, conversations about important issues with change makers from all around the world. As young people, we have the ability to initiate our own positive future. Remember, you can wish for change or you can be the change.
0: Roll Call, calling out to all youth activists for our Speak Up For Change Challenge.
5: We need you to speak up for change.
0: You could win a ticket to the upcoming Renew Fest on the 8th and 9th of May, which is valued at $160.
5: If your passion for social change is burning bright, we want to hear from you. This is a call out for all young activists aged 13 to 20.
0: What you need to do. Send us an audio file of your manifesto. What is your vision for a green, sustainable, renewed world?
5: What is your vision for a healthy, sustainable world? Please send us your audio recording. This could be in the form of a poem.
0: A short story. A speech. A stream of consciousness. A random coalition of thoughts. Whatever
5: you want. However it comes to you, record it and send it through to PAV. PAV at bys.org.au. You can use your smartphone or any recording device that you have available.
0: The first 30 submissions will receive a ticket to RenewFest, which is a two-day festival taking place in the Mullumbimby Showgrounds on the 8th and 9th of May.
5: Yes, a ticket, a free ticket to a two-day festival. This event will celebrate renewal and social solutions across all areas of life. There will be speakers, workshops and performances.
0: It will be a feast for the mind and heart that will feed your passion for positive change.
5: So, roll call, roll call. Send us your manifesto. There's a special event going on. What's
2: a
3: special event?
5: Have you heard of the Conscious Movie Club? Well, if you haven't, then come along this Friday for the mini queer film festival to kick off youth week 2021 conscious movie club will be teaming up with local non for profit queer family incorporated to bring you something a little different, not just one movie, but a whole mini queer film fest. Byron Youth and Queer Family have teamed up to respond to the need for greater support for the queer youth in this region. The Mini Queer Film Festival will feature short films, a new Australian documentary, Why Did She Have to Change the World?, and a panel discussion about current queer issues. And finally, after all of that, there's also going to be a special cult classic film. All the proceeds of the evening will go towards supporting the Byron Youth Service and queer family. Friday, the 16th of April, doors open at 5.30 and there will be a tasty barbecue. So bring your appetites and a picnic blanket and a cushion for a comfy seat. The outdoor cinema experience is going to be so amazing. So come on down. Of course, we'll go inside if it's wet. Suggested donations are $15 an adult or $10 for under-18s. Your tickets are all available at bys.org.au forward slash movieglob. I'll see you there this Friday. The Yak is back! Thanks so
1: much for listening to this week's Yak Radio. If you've loved what you heard, you can listen back to byfm.org or find us where you find your podcasts search Yak Radio. Of course, we will be back next week here on your favourite community radio station, Monday, 10.30 to 11am, here on Bay FM.
2: Thanks for listening to Yak Radio on Bay FM 99.9. Do you know someone who would love to be involved? Contact us through bys.org.au. Have any ideas of things you would like to hear or talk about? Call
0: us for a Yak on 6685 7777.